Okay, welcome. It's been a while. Um, and continuing with the Yetzir Tov project, I just want to thank um, someone in the shul, Ari Gibber, for who's been writing and doing some writing with Rabbi Klein. Rabbi Klein has suggested, thank you to Rabbi Klein as well, <laughs> suggested he's a good resource. And so I spoke to him yesterday, just, uh, consequently, about writing, and he just kind of inspired me to maybe start picking up the project again and start writing again, even though I don't think that was his intention, but just sometimes seeing people doing things and modeling um, gives you the inspiration to do what you want to do as well. Anyway, so uh, in order to continue my writing, I felt like the next thing to do would be to review um, what I've done so far, and so I'm just going to read um, the third um, introduction. So, so far I read uh, the first introduction and the second introduction, and I actually read chapter one, and I think it's going to, the order of the, the book is going to change. We'll have actually four introductions before chapter one. Um, but that's all part of the editing process. So this is Yitzhak Tov Hakdama number three, where to start. The question we asked in the introduction, and this is me reading from the text. I'll try to do it directly. Let me start again. The question we asked in the introduction, what is, or better yet, where is the Yitzhak Tov in our tradition, is one I've asked for years. In my informal research as a non-scholar, inquisitive Jew, I have looked in many Sfarim and asked many rabbis. The best answer, if I, the best answer I have received is something like the following. The Yitzhak Tov is... An, is each individual or the neshama or the image of God and therefore unique to each person. The answer is the answers why there is no specific details. This answers why there is no specific details in Chazal about the Yitzhak Tov. The answer makes some sense, however, it didn't make me feel any better. I have an intuition that in our generation, maybe we are, we are ready for something more. We live in a generation inching to the messianic footsteps, steeped in, steeped in a gullus of thousands of years. We are accelerating through technological breakthroughs, each along more and more individuation. We live in a time where we're really each in our own Olm Katan, our small world, able to really format and build our own little worlds based on the information we curate. It could be in years past that a Jew's Yetzir Tov, the unique positive spiritual nature, was intuitive and clear, but my sense is that this is no longer the case. It is lacking definition like many things that were in the air in Jewish homes, families, and towns for generations. Seeing things like the fact that a Jew is different from a non-Jew, a man is different from a woman, Hashem is real and present in our lives. These concepts that didn't really need to be discussed are now issues that need clarity and explicit definition and explanation. Maybe the Yetzir Tov is also ready for some specificity. The question is where to look. Do we look to the Avos, the Tzadikim, the Prophets? Do we look to the Sphiros, the Ushpizin, the Mesilis Yasharim? Or can we extract and condense out all the good things from all the good places and make ourselves a model of the good inclination? Being a Jew raised secular at the end of the 20th century, I imagine a, I imagine a personification of the good inclination as a super superhero, the Yetzir Tov. It is reasonable to ask why we even need to get this project off the ground. The Rambam himself states that each Jew could be as great as Moshe Rabbeinu. Let us just make Moshe or David our superhero and then just go back to the Black Gemara. The answer is that there is always a tension in Kalei between innovation and tradition. We have more than enough great people to mod our lives after, to make unto our hero. However, the project of sussing out the Yetzir Tov is not that project. We are not looking for a role model. We are looking for a theoretical model that can be practically applied, a spiritual technology that stems with a little boy in Yeshiva Day School in 2020. In order to thread the needle and maintain the golden mean, we do, we, we, we do need to keep our eyes on tradition in the creation of our hero. The question is where to start. It's hard to say what is, mo- what, is, what is most obvious, but it seems like Moshe is the man to start with. He has his own origin-like, hero-like origin story. Why's the bell? 
a parent's superpowers, a hero's journey overcoming an evil villain, all the hallmarks of a great character. It is well known that Superman himself, the iconic hero of the superheroes, was created by a Jew with Moses in mind. The parallels between the two abound. Both were part of a people slated for destruction, sent as a baby in a fragile vessel, saved by a stranger, etc. However, as the Rambam states in his 13 Ikarim, the Yud Gimel Ikarim, Moses is unique among prophets and therefore a little beyond our league for comparison. Another obvious place to start could be someone more recent, a guttle of our time, let's say, Rev. Moshe Feinstein Zetzel. However, our superhero needs to be a little more fantastic and distant. People of recent generations, while greater than we can really grasp in Midos and Torah, are links in the chain that we are looking to continue forward into a future that is more unpredictable than ever. They are too close to us, and therefore as models, do not allow us to think creatively about our superhero. So, where do we start? And that's the end of chapter number... Uh, sorry, that's the end of the third introduction. Have a great day. In another essential passage in the Torah, in the Shema, we say,